0: Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Jensen speaking. How may I assist you?
1: Hi, Jensen. My name is Anthony Miller. I've been experiencing some really odd... I don't even know what to call them. Events, I suppose. Hello, Anthony. Interesting. Could you explain further about these events? Well, it all started around a month back, I'd say. It was as if, as if people lost their faces. They just vanished. Like they've
0: lightened into fog. Yet everything else around stays perfectly clear. That surely sounds uncanny, Anthony. Could you perhaps follow it through? A sequence of events that leads up?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's always the same. I see people, their clothes, their hands, their shoes, everything but their faces. Initially I thought it was a trick of the light, but now, now I see them everywhere, and it's starting to unnerve me. I've seen doctors, therapists, even
0: tried to capture them in photographs, but there's nothing. They see nothing. Can you recall, Anthony, the first time this happened? The weather, the location... Anything at all? Or anything unusual from your family history or previous experiences? The first time was in March, during one of my evening strolls. The weather was clear, a bit chilly,
1: but nothing out of the ordinary. As for family history or past experiences, no,
0: nothing to speak of. Quite intriguing. Wonder if there are other significant cues that you have noticed surrounding these instances, Anthony. Well, I don't quite
1: understand it, but it seems it seems to happen when there's a large group of people, supermarkets, streets, the office,
0: it's like some weird paradox. That is indeed strange. Are there any others who might have noticed what you are seeing? Any differing perspectives? None, the doctor I consulted
1: even thinks it's stress,
0: but I know what I see, it's real, it's happening. I comprehend, Anthony. Quite a few instances come to mind where people reported seeing things others couldn't, some of those turned out to be shadows of historical events or forgotten legends. Historical events? Legends? Are there events like mine? Across cultures and times, Anthony, witnesses of paranormal phenomena, often perceive them differently based on where they come from and their beliefs. But faceless entities are not unheard of. They go by different names, sometimes explained as spirits, shadows, or even glitches in the universe. Yeah. The scientific approach would be to first rule out all possible logical explanations... ...such as hallucinations or illusions. If that doesn't bear fruit, I propose we start digging into the paranormal possibilities. It might also help to start a diary to record when and where these episodes occur... ...in case there's some pattern hidden in the details. Do you think it might be worth it to have someone from your team? Have a look around. I can certainly bring it up with the team, Anthony we generally review all requests and decide based on available resources and the nature of the phenomenon. We might require more information and possibly some corroborative evidence. All right, I would really appreciate that, Jensen. Once we've had a chance to discuss, I will get back to you, Anthony. Until then, keep an eye out for any changes or new details and be safe.
1: I will, Jensen. I guess that's all for now. Thank you for your
0: time. Of course, Anthony. I'm here to help. Take care.
2: Review this gentleman's case report here, Jensen. I find it quite fascinating and perplexing. Captivating is the term, I believe.
3: Ah, a new one, is it? What are we talking about, spectres, poltergeists or aliens this time, Jensen? No, Kieran. It's faceless people. Mr. Anthony Miller experiences instances
0: where people around him lose their faces. It looks like fog, as he describes it. And everything else remains completely clear.
2: Well, that's indeed a new one. From a psychological perspective, it could be a strong manifestation of facial agnosia, which is a neuropsychological disorder. But the consistent disparity of detail like fog, and the fact that Anthony claims to see it only in populated areas, raises a different kind of concern.
3: Agreeing with you there makes me feel a bit queasy, Victoria. But it is true. Faceless entities exist in folklore across cultures. They're interpreted in many ways. Speaking of that, it reminds me of a case from
0: 1995, where a woman in Salem reported a similar occurrence. She described it as people being covered in shadow, but it was only faces she struggled to
3: perceive. Now that's a wrinkle. How did the Salem case pan out? Could the woman find any relief?
2: Curious to note, Jensen, that both incidents happened in places steeped in historical lore. Could collective unconsciousness come into play here, hinting at some sort of cultural imprint on these experiences?
0: Quite possible, Victoria. In the Salem case, the woman eventually stopped seeing the shadow faces two months after the incidents began. No reason or trigger was identified.
2: It's intriguing how Anthony specifically mentioned groups of people. Might it be the stress of social situations which is triggering this phenomena?
3: Or maybe it's a more mythical interpretation. Hear me out. What if these faceless individuals are not human, but spirits or even fae? They are often identified as preferring groups, chaos and anonymity. A plausible theory from both of you.
0: Victoria, we cannot rule out the psychological aspect. However, Kieran, the mythical explanation needs further exploration. We've had instances where logic defied explanation. Perhaps the same applies here.
2: So we're looking at some form of collective unconsciousness or a psychological trigger amidst the possibility of the supernatural. Fascinating.
0: It is indeed. First, we need Anthony to keep a diary of his experiences. Any patterns, triggers or related events can be crucial. Plus, we can employ data analytics and
3: statistical models to identify patterns. I concur with Jensen. We should get an up-close view. You are our best shot, Jensen. Care to meet some faceless people? Dispatch one? This case was a cold
0: splash of the inexplicable in my lap of logic. I remain grounded in science, yet there's a lure to the unexplained, a pull that anchors me to this unit. His name was Anthony Miller, an everyday man plagued by an extraordinary circumstance. People's faces around him had begun to melt into an unsettling fog. A rare cognitive disorder, facial agnosia, was on the table as a theory. Yet the parameters of his situation didn't wholly align. I was intrigued, more so by the possibility of encountering these faceless apparitions myself. Dispatch 2. I've landed in Pennsylvania, stepping into the surreal world of Anthony's experiences. The town is like any other. Brick-lined houses, manicured lawns, and the rhythmic white noise of passing cars. Yet beneath the veneer of normalcy... HIDES THE EXTRAORDINARY... DISPATCH 3 Meeting Anthony was eye-opening, a man of average Joes, yet grappling with an extraordinary ordeal. His anxiety was palpable. The fear of the unknown is a universal human condition, and Anthony, going by his fear-laden eyes and hesitant speech, was a victim. DISPATCH 4 As I dug deeper into Anthony's narrative, I began to understand the gravity of his predicament. His descriptions were chillingly graphic, giving life to the intangible horror he experienced. I decided to strategize, document these encounters meticulously, and filter the illogical to hone in on the undeniable truth. Dispatch 5. The meeting with the faceless was unsettling. An eerie disconnect marked their presence. The encounters were random, unpredictable, amplifying the mystery. Anthony's recall of events, undeniably authentic. Yet, his condition triggered a sense of powerlessness. Dispatch 6. Amidst skepticism and fear, a parallel drew between Anthony's experiences and the Salem case from years ago. An inexplicable phenomenon across decades, resonating, yet unlinked. These quirky nuances are the fuel that feeds my curiosity, driving me deeper into the abyss of investigation. Dispatch 7. Interrogations were challenging, as Anthony's claims were dismissed as a figment of his imagination by most. Yet, those unfazed carried a certain wealth of knowledge, opening up new avenues of inquiry. Dispatch 8. As I delved deeper into the puzzling narrative, I was thrown a curveball. The faceless figures, apart from being a shared, random encounter, also seemed to follow a pattern. They were always present in crowded places. This new piece of the puzzle added an invigorating complexity. Dispatch 9. The evidence gathering was a daunting display of technology and scientific rigour. Employing infrared sensors, EMF detectors, and thermal imaging cameras, we pushed the boundaries of known science. Each test, though inconclusive, inched us closer to an elusive truth. Dispatch 10 During an EMF sweep, a child's doll unexpectedly recorded a spike, sending icy chills down my spine. A seemingly random object, now linked to the faceless phenomena, Further complicated the existing equation. Dispatch 11. This sudden revelation didn't escape Anthony. He was visibly shaken. The once comforting sanctuary of his home was now tainted by the unexplained. There was an intense sense of unease in the air. Dispatch 12. I couldn't help but wonder what my astute team back at the lab would make of such a revelation. While Victoria would try to seek an explanation in the realms of psychological stress, Kieran would undoubtedly associate it with folklore and myths. Dispatch 13? Victoria once shared something relevant. She mentioned the power of suggestion, how the human mind can align perceptions through suggestions. Perhaps Anthony's problem was psychological after all, amplified by his many fears. Dispatch 14? My interrogation strategy was intensified. Confronting Anthony, advising him to face his fears. An element of surprise, our new tool. His reactions threw light on his deep-rooted apprehensions, unveiling new truths. Dispatch 15. During one of the intense confrontations, the room filled with an unexplained chill. Even the mundane seemed sinister. I raced to document the bizarre. The fear in Anthony's eyes mirroring my own apprehension. A terrifying incident indeed that commanded my absolute attention. Dispatch 16. The unnerving encounter forced us to reconsider our strategies. Investment in more sophisticated tools, a stricter documentation regime, even psychiatric evaluation for Anthony. The case, it seems, was evolving ever so insidiously. Dispatch 17, I pondered over the myriad questions that the chilling incident inspired. Was this paranormal or a psychological manifestation? We were left with more questions than answers, fear the only constant on this winding road of the unknown. As I conclude this report, haunted by the unresolved mysteries that are still lurking beneath the reality of Anthony's world, I am reminded of why I'm here, to provide closure, to uncover the truth, to quench my scientific curiosity. Despite the chilling questions that still remain, one thing is certain, this is just the beginning. There is more to this story yet to be written. Only time will reveal what lies ahead.
2: All right, Jensen, enlighten us on the details of your investigation in Pennsylvania.
0: The case involved a bloke named Anthony, who complained about seeing people's faces disappear into a sort of fog. Exactly one month ago, across different weather conditions, and oddly enough, it occurred in crowded places.
3: Fascinating, really. Stories of faceless entities are not uncommon in world folklore. Perhaps there is a deeper cultural or mythical layer to it. The pattern, though,
0: seems quite unprecedented. It reminds me of a similar case from 1995, Salem. A woman reported seeing shadowy figures whose faces she couldn't perceive. The sightings ended abruptly two months later. No known reason or trigger.
2: Hmm, that's curious. It sounds like Anthony could be experiencing a sort of collective unconsciousness, or that there might be a cultural imprint on these experiences. Stress could also be a contributing factor.
3: However, if we consider the mythical interpretation, these faceless individuals could be spirits or fae. It's a long shot, but we've seen stranger things, haven't we? That could be possible, Kieran. I suggested Anthony to keep a diary to help
0: identify patterns. Meanwhile, I could run some data analytics, given it's a crowded place phenomenon. There could be an algorithm to the madness.
2: Good point. In fact, maybe some of these faceless people are in fact real, as in Jensen's previous experience. Jensen, you could possibly meet and interact with a couple of them.
0: That's highly probable, Victoria. I thought about that, but I can't shake off this gut feeling this might not be like anything we've ever come across before this case can change everything
3: well it's definitely intriguing let's wait and see what else this investigation will reveal this is how we carve knowledge out of the unknown after all
2: now Jensen about this new